3D movie time capsule for 2020. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me the Jakes. Say hi, classic Jake. Hi, classic Jake. Say hi, new Jake. Hi, new Jake. <laughs> and today we're doing the 2020 3D movie time capsule. And uh, this is going to be a catharsis episode. You know, we want to give a little bit of time um, from 2020 to to be able to digest it mentally. This is going to be a catharsis. This is going to be our, our, you know, dumping of our mind to try to move on. So how do you feel about 2020, uh, Classic Jake? Bye, Felicia. Don't let the door <laughs> hit you when the good Lord split you. New Jake? 2020. Um, yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, before we get a little into this, let us do have a, a moment of silence for the, all those who have passed, unfortunately, in 2020. All right. So, 2020 started off kind of slow, didn't it, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay. Damn, we haven't had a 3D movie in a couple months. And, okay, we're going to get our first 3D movie onward. <laughs> and we're excited. We're super excited for Onward. And how did that work out for you? Onward was pretty good. Hey, I ended up getting a free Onward beanie out of it. <laughs> New Jake, what are your thoughts on Onward? It's my favorite movie I've seen last year. Uh, one of the only few I've seen in theaters. I thought it was fine. I mean, I bet Soul's better, but I haven't seen it yet. But I enjoyed it. It is the last 3D movie I saw in theaters in 2020. The first and only. <laughs> <laughs> so I only saw two movies in theater in 2020, and this is one of them. <laughs> Oh, what was the other? Um, Birds of Prey, the uh, Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I think the title, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody just calls it either Birds of Prey or the Harley Quinn movie. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So, um, just for the sake of having here, Krista did review it. And we basically all agreed with her that it had a good 3D and it was an 8 out of 10. Uh, she's not here today. Anything you got? Uh, do you feel eight out of ten and good three D is justified? Classic Jake a year later. As from what I remember, yeah, it's not like I've rewatched it recently. New Jake, do you concur? Uh, yeah, it was probably the best three D of the year. Well, technically speaking. <laughs> technically speaking, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think, uh, uh, what you said, Classic Jake, is something that I really feel... I haven't seen it again. I do have Disney+. Plus. I just haven't felt like watching it again. I did really enjoy it at the time, but it's not, it's not one of those movies that I want to go back to and watch over and over again, you know? Uh, I think it's on HBO Max. No, it's on Disney+, Plus because Disney owns it. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about Harley Quinn. No, we're talking about Onward. Okay, uh, I'm having trouble keeping up. Sorry. Yeah, but Harley Quinn didn't have 3D. It should have. It should have. Yeah, it should have. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Onward had very good uh, 3D. Yeah, probably probably one of the best Pixar ones. Definitely. That's not saying much, but yeah. I don't know. I think just Soul had incredible 3D. At least the trailer did. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that brief two-minute window. Yeah, that story of my life. All these 3D trailers, and I don't get to see the movie in 3D. Or I have yeah, to like go through, <laughs> Or I have to go through so many hoops to see it. Hobbs and Shaw! Yeah. I mean, that's a good point, though. It was hard enough to see movies in 3D in 2020 and before. You know, before 2019, which feels like forever from now, <laughs> it feels like seven years ago. Um, it was still <laughs> really hard to see movies in 3D. Some theaters didn't have them, some did, but had weird times. You know, you may ha- have to watch it the day of release or day after, and that's it. You know, so it was not easy to see. Yeah. So who knows how it's going to be whenever theaters really come back full swinging, you know? Oh God! I don't, I don't think they're ever coming that. back. Yeah, I don't think they're ever coming back through. But they're not going to go away. They're going to be like arcades. Uh, the real crappy shit ones are dead because the market's constr- constricted enough that uh, you're going to have to be good to get the dollars. Yeah. Hmm. So it'll be like a renaissance for film buffs. But uh, the days of uh, just being able to walk into a theater any time during the day and early evening and just seeing a movie is pretty much over. You're going to have to, it's probably going to have to drive out of your way and you're probably going to have to uh, know your times and they're probably not going to have as many hours but they'll probably be much more comfortable seats, better sound, better picture, and, and be a better experience. I, I think I think drive-ins are going to make a major comeback too because of COVID. Like even uh-huh. after it's over, it's going to be oh, this is a fun retroactivity to do. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I feel is going to like. We're going to get more drive-ins again, which I'm kind of excited about. But then there's usually no 3D, and the sound quality usually sucks unless they make you use your radio. Then I'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, here, the few that are still here, they're all radio. They don't even have speakers. And if you don't have a radio, uh, they'll, they'll sell you one. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So, back to Onward. Um, this is interesting because it came out on March 6th, 2020. And I don't know about y'all, but I remember when I went to the theater to see this, it was basically m- me, my wife, and like five other people, and that was like Saturday. <laughs> it wasn't like you know a, a Wednesday or something. And that was the opening weekend. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think my screening had like two people. So there, this was at the very, very edge of the pandemic in America, in North America. Because we knew about uh, COVID by this time. We knew it was, it was starting to come in and, and we got more cases. And people started to feel a little bit anxious about going out. But it wasn't here yet. And soon after is when, you know, a week or two after is when everything changed. And it was like the lockdown, the, the one lockdown the whole U.S. had for that two weeks happened, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I still had to go to work. Didn't didn't change a thing except wearing a mask. That's it. Yeah, how does it feel to be essential? <laughs> uh, I I still have to go to work and more and more people's getting sick, so it's even riskier now. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about COVID because that's the big elephant in the room. That's the big topic of 2020. Let's have some memories. It's it's. I mean, there isn't really that many 3D movies to talk about. Uh, we'll get back to the 3D movies, but we do have to talk about COVID because that is the biggest thing. Um, what memories do you have, classic Jake of COVID? Uh, masks. Uh. uh Lines everywhere, everything shut down. Uh, you had to wait in line to get into the grocery store because it had like 25% uh, capacity. Uh, and where I lived, we had all of the Proud Boys and the 3% and the Boogaloo Boys mm. Uh, mm. Uh, driving around with their, and it seems like. The worse uh, Trump did in the polls, the bigger their flags got on the back of their trucks. Yeah. Massive compensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of that. Protests, protests, protests. To the point that I could hear them from where I live. Mm. And it was surprising that we only got one national lockdown within the first two weeks. And then people were like, oh, this is just going to be like a holiday. It's going to be like spring break. You know, that was that. And actually, for me, it was weird because I, my wife and I decided to take our um, spring vacation. And we had uh, two things set up. On week one of my vacation, I was going to get my teeth pulled. (laughs) My wisdom teeth. (laughs) On week two, as a celebration that, okay, we're done, I'm covered, we will get uh, to go on a cruise. And the wisdom teeth just barely scratched by. Like, I think it was, if it was like another week, that would have been gone. We would not have been able to do it because Mm. they closed down dentists and doctor's offices and non-essential. And then for me, the, the cruise was canceled. Right off the bat. So we're like, okay, I guess we'll stay home. Um, I mean, we can't really go anywhere else on a vacation anyway. And so it was kind of a, a weird time for work in general. So when I did come back to work, I was already working from home. So it was just kind of one of those weird things where I haven't been back physically to my work since March. I think I went by once or twice to the office to pick up some things, and that was it, you know. And uh, nice, must be nice. So I've been working from home, and it's it's. I also picked this time to upgrade my computer, and that was one of the most brilliant ideas I've had because since my computer basically became my computer, I was going to work on, you know, eight hours a day, nine hours a day. I, I having that to be super fast was a huge benefit. So like I upgraded the computer from one terabyte uh, old school hard drive to a two terabyte solid state drive. And the difference in between like turning on the computer, it would take like four or five minutes to get up before. And it took about 45 seconds or something 
to get up and running before with a new drive. And then I had eight gigs of RAM. Now I have thirty two. So world of difference, mm. like night and day difference in my computer. And I got that done right as the pandemic started. So and then um, my boss was saying, "Hey, we should probably get you hooked up to work on from home. So here's a thing to to get a website to work from home." And so I wasn't like back of the line trying to get working from home. So it's been really weird. And my wife and I were, were getting masks and like we didn't have any of the, you know, we, we were getting cloth masks and buying cloth masks here and there. And um, we never did the medical masks. Uh, we just did the cloth masks. And she's an essential worker. Um, and so she still works physically. And wears a mask the entire time. And it's it's weird to go out in public and people refuse to wear masks. And it's like, come on, I have to do it, you have to do it too. And people that wear masks underneath their nose, it's like, who are you kidding? That doesn't really solve anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And one thing, usually, we can verify this, uh, whenever we have national catastrophes like this, Usually we have pop culture to have our back, to, to entertain us during these rough times. And in 2020, that didn't happen. That's one of the few years in my life where we really didn't have pop culture, which is so weird to think about. Uh, yeah, we did. It was just different. I mean, we had things like Joe Exotic. Yeah. True, true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't have all these movies to talk about. We didn't have all these new TV shows to talk about. You know, our TV shows went and they were gone. And some of them came back and different. Some of them didn't come back. And some of them are barely coming back, you know? I mean, the most thing I remember is mainly just political stuff. And that kind of me mentally exhausted was all politics because that's all we really had that was new. And it was the only thing, and COVID was the only unifying force, because that was the one thing we were all going through together, and it was yes. a, our it was our shared experience. We weren't watching the same movies and the same TV shows. We were watching the news and trying to not die. Yes. Watching the news, not dying, enjoying memes, staying home as much as possible. That's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't believe a president of the United States sent out Americans $1,200 checks and still screwed up enough that he uh, lost. I mean, that's got to be the mm-hmm. first. I mean, hell, when when W did it, it wasn't even a real check. He took it out on your next year's taxes, and it still got his ass uh, reelected. I mean, I remember that a lot of people uh, were like, oh, I don't want to spend that check because the taxes are going to come back. And then we had to like prove to them, no, it's his free money. Government wants you to not put it in the economy. This is free money. This is legit free money. It's not, you know, because we had that whole tax thing. Yeah, I remember that. And people still don't want to use their stimulus money. It's like, come on. (laughs) Fine. Give it to me. I'll I'll invest it, you know. Yeah, I I got me a new 4K TV with mine, and I still had eight hundred dollars to spare. I mean, I um definitely been working on a lot of debt, um because student loans went down. Yeah. Like we never actually like after a while, they're just like, okay, we'll temporarily you know not have to pay student loans, and that continued on for a whole year, and that was basically like 
five hundred dollars we don't have to pay every month with the, my wife and I, and it's like okay, let's pay on some credit cards, and um, that's what we did. And but we did get some fun stuff. Like we got a no sofa. I got a dog. You know, I've been wanting a dog for a long time. Um, I mean, a lot of people got pets this this year. Uh, yeah, I got a. Oh, I wish I could. Uh, I lost my. I lost my Sparky. Uh. Oh, poor Sparky. Yeah, yeah, it was old Siamese cat. Basically, what Aww. happened is uh, I couldn't get it. His vet. Everybody got COVID. And I couldn't huh. get a new, uh, and I couldn't get a new, and I couldn't get a new vet because uh, they had never seen me before, and my old vet had COVID, so they were not taking his patients because they were afraid <laughs> that would bring COVID into their. And I'm like going, but my cat needs help, so poor Sparky passed away. So pour, let's pour one out for old Sparky. Um. Yeah. Uh, it- Having a pet is different in this uh, era because, like, we have curbside vets now. Like, we basically park the car and then they go in, take the dog or cat, and then go inside and do their thing and then come back and then bill you. And it's like, did they really give the dog or cat the shots that we paid for? Or did they just take it in there? All right, it's been five minutes, you know. I'm assuming they did. I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah. check. I mean, you most, can most check. vets do it. They're yeah. they're honest and they love animals. Yeah. So I mean, you've seen CSI. You know how to check for a uh, syringe. You know needle marks and yeah. I'm just saying. You know some some skepticalness. And then food became one of those things where curbside and different places worked really well, and different places didn't work well. Like you know, I felt like I went to Olive Garden once and. You know, the curbside, they, they dropped off the food in the car, and then we came home, and, like, it was cold, even though we just came home right after that. Like, I had to microwave it, and just, like, basically, it was, like, go you know, getting food from frozen dinner. And it's like, this sucks. <laughs> and it just doesn't work as well. And, but, like, Pizza Hut, you know, they have an app, and you go to the app, and you say, what number, you know, you're in, and they tell you to come to your car, give it to you. And it's just as good as picking it up anyway. And delivery is the same thing. You know, they have contactless delivery. So they just leave it at the doorstop and to move on, you know. Yeah. So that's actually pretty fine. I think I don't mind that. And, you know, I only been to like a restaurant once. And it was really uneasy for me because they did like have one table away, one table yes, one table no. But I still, you know, like the the waitress was wearing a mask underneath her nose. It's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I, I really haven't wanted to go back physically inside a restaurant since I, I don't really mind eating at home or eating the food, um, take out and eating at home. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. I ate inside of Arby's yesterday and it was fine. It was a lot safer than something like, uh, Olive Garden, you know, where, you know, the waitresses, they put stuff under their nose, like the mask under their nose. But here is just, they wore their gloves, they wore their mask, brought the food to the table. Easy said. And, and Pexi glass being a new thing that in grocery stores and gas stations and stuff, mm-hmm. they, they have that up there now where it's, it wasn't there before. And that way, I feel for them. I definitely, like, yeah, definitely give the cashiers Pexi glass. You know, we can't all have the robot ca- cashiers, you know. 
so that changed. Um, but yeah, I remember Jake, like you said, waiting in line to you know to go into the store because they had to have capacity, and then up and down, up and down. Okay, numbers are down. Then we all party, have a good time, and then numbers are way up. Okay, then we go back to you know, just like just chill. Yeah, and uh, and it seems like everybody I know is now making bread. Heck, um, yeah, no need bread. You just take, you know, th- three cups all purpose. You take a cup and a half of regular water, bloom some yeast in it, pour it together, make a shaggy dough, cover it, let it rise, punch it, fold it, throw it in the oven at 450, bake it for... 45 minutes and you got a loaf of bread. Yeah, bread making was a big thing. Puzzles were a big thing. Um, I tried puzzles. Board games. Yeah, I, I can't stand puzzles. I'm sorry, guys. I, I really can't. It's... And 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 Zoom? <laughs> Zoom? I never heard of Zoom before last year. Yeah, I never even used it yet. There's, I heard of FaceTime, obviously Apple. I heard of Skype, obviously. It's been around. Um... I never heard of Zoom, but that became a big thing, and the people, were, you know, had, you know, family member parties and like ten people or whatever, and that way everyone could be on Zoom, regardless if you had an Apple or Android or or whatever, you know, if you want to use your computer instead of your, all of it worked. So there was like some family get get-togethers, and like some of them, like how do you say no? How do you say no? And one of them I did go to in the summer, and I felt like. Do I wear a mask or do I not wear a mask? And they just completely ignored everything, like nothing happened. Mm, yeah. There was some of that here for a while because um, mm-hmm. Oregon says for, for a while, Oregon had like hardly any cases. So all of a sudden, people just said, oh, we don't have to do anything. Then it got to be started to get bad because people because California was bad and people were coming here to escape uh, people from California were coming here to escape and Washington state was bad so we got kind of squeezed in the middle and you know for the longest time people refused to believe that it was even real including the president and you know having the it's like yeah it's not a big deal yeah it's just the flu yeah it's not just the flu and you know, if you would have taken things seriously and actually, like, said, hey, wear masks, put half an effort, you know, have more than one press conference a, month, a week, you know, th- he actually put effort in. I think he was on record, on track to get reelected. Much as I don't like the man, he would have won if he would have put effort in. But he didn't put the effort in. If he would have gotten, you know, said, hey, no, you know, we have to wear masks. Sorry, this sucks. If you want to wear a Trump brand mask. There, he could have made a ton of money on that, but he he, he waited yeah. months for that. It's like, but, but they, he, he did been. sell him on the sides of the road, though. It's like if he would have done that from the get go, things would have been a lot better, and it could have not been that big a deal. But he, he you know, he held his he he just dragged his feet on everything and made it a smaller deal than it was and than it is, and it just. You know, the COVID is such a random-ass virus. It, it really is. Yeah. It's, uh, that's the thing. People don't understand that one person can get it, and they just cough, and they're fine. You know, okay, uh, I had it. Okay, I didn't know I had it. I thought it was just the uh, allergies. Another person gets it, they're in the hospital. 
another person gets it, and they have it for months. And it, it affects them, and they don't have a sense of smell or taste for the rest of, you know, for months and months and weeks and weeks, and they feel terrible. You don't know which version of COVID you get. If you're going to get the basic one, or you get yeah. the, you're going to get the one that, you know, you recover from in two weeks, or the one that, you know, basically gets you completely, you know, in hospital and kills you, or the one that gives you constant symptoms for months. You don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That's part of what, why this is so dangerous because it's a new, it's new. It just popped up. So scientists, doctors, they don't know how this. They don't know the ins and outs of this like they do with the the flu, like the Spanish flu that killed all those people over a hundred years ago. They know that inside and out because they've had over a hundred years of dealing with it. This is all brand new. This is its first rodeo. And there's so new mutations popping up, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're guessing that it's going to behave like other coronaviruses, which is scary because some uh, we can treat and others we can't because the common cold's a coronavirus and there's no cure for it. So... That caused everything to, you know, all the movies started delaying into the summer, you know, that's when it started, that ball started, and then to the fall, and then to Christmas, and then next year, and it was surprising that a lot of them just didn't say, screw this, move into next year, and just move on. <laughs> they A lot of these movies are just, like, taking forever to finally come out, you know? Yeah, yeah the well, only one that really did that was Fast and Furious 9. They push it to May, and they may push it back again. Um, Animal Crossing became a big thing. I mean, Animal Crossing was always a big f- game franchise, and th- it came at the right time for everyone <laughs> that had it. Uh-huh. And, you know, video games became a lot bigger, and it's... it's A lot of TV shows I watch, um, I watch a lot of the CW superhero shows, they didn't get to finish their season. And it's really weird, because, like, they basically had... They weren't able to finish the last episode of the season, so they just kind of have to cut it off, and that's it. And like, they've been—they didn't come back in the fall. They're just barely coming back now, and it's—it's it's really weird. And like, some shows did come back, like Superstore, and they came back, and they're—they're they're talking about COVID and having COVID episodes, but they're not wearing masks the whole time, only part of the time. And it's been—you know—some parts of the world are better. You know, New Zealand has done great. Australia has done pretty good. You know, U.S. and U.K. have been just destroyed by this virus. Mm-hmm. I mean, U.K. has been a lot more aggressive with lockdowns and stuff, and um, but people fighting the, the the lockdowns and fighting, you know, saying they want to get a haircut, and they they it's like, are, are you crazy? You're gonna you know go out there, and they just didn't believe things, and it's just it's insane to think how crazy this that year was, and. You know, New Jake, you said this before, and uh, I'll repeat it. 2020, we're still in because we're in the 2021. <laughs> we're in the rest of this decade is the 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we never got a break from it. Like you said, it was all politics and news about this virus. And we didn't have, you know, a comforting, decently managed president 
you know, like, you know, as much as I don't like George W. Bush, I felt like he did a really good job or did a decent job of not scaring people worse in after 2001, you know. Mm-hmm. He was able to have some kind of speeches and there's some kind of competence there where Trump was just like, you know, it's like, oh, inject bleach. And it's like, no, are you stupid or something? <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. And like, I've read reports of thousands of people actually did inject bleach into them and went to the hospital. And it's like, are you, don't you know your words matter? <sighs> yeah. And that's why he got them to uh, and attack the Capitol. Yeah. Uh, one of the most shameful days in this nation. Shame, so that'd be for the shame, 2021 shame. wrap up. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the 21. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, this is all one year. Heck, it was, it's almost like 2016 was like one year and it just accumulated into 2020. Ah, oh, 2016 sucked, but 2020 was worse. Ugh. Oh, oh uh, I think 2020 is probably the worst year in my life. I agree. I mean, 68 was really bad, 77 was really bad too. So, but yeah, and and stuff. and and there's another year in the 70s. I can't decide if it's 73 or 74. That's really really bad. But 77 was just such a bad bad year. Like 2001 was a bad year, but it was like okay, I'm relatively safe here. But everywhere else, you know, you don't know when a terrorist attack would happen. But with this COVID, you don't know when you'll get COVID. You don't know if you, someone you're walking down the street has it. That, you know, they're walking their dog and they don't know they have it and they pass it on to you, you know. Or your loved one. Or your loved Kiss one. Kiss your wife. You may get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you may, and, 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 and COVID is one of those things. You could have it and just for a, 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 a freak of a genetics. You are uh, asymptomatic, and you mm-hmm. don't get it, and then you just pass it on. You're like a typhoid Mary. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It's really weird to think back and like. It felt, last year really felt like five years. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially me working from home. You know, what temperature is it outside? I don't know. It looks the same as it was last month. <laughs> There's little more green than that, you know. It doesn't look that much different, and it's not that much colder because it's pretty constant degree inside the house, you know. And it's it's just so weird. And like we didn't have the the movies to talk about. We didn't have the TV shows. I mean, Tiger King would not have been a big deal if it wasn't for COVID. I think everyone would have not cared. But it was the one new TV show that came out, so everyone jumped on board and watched it. Yes. Yeah, and and I was like, "Damn, y'all!" I'm like, "Going if you think he's something, you ain't." Oklahoma's got people that make Joe Exotic look rather normal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I lived in Oklahoma, Joe Exotic was kind of like, "Oh yeah," mm-hmm. and you know, who cares? You know, we we kept up with it and kind of chuckled at him and 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 Carol Basque. I mean, we thought it was hilarious, but uh, there's just a lot more weirdos in that state. <laughs> oh yeah, and, that's why it's yeah, backwards, I, Texas. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Oklahoma is a very strange... I mean, people forget, on one hand, they're extremely right-wing, and at the same time, people forget uh, Oklahoma also used to be a communist state. What? Yeah! In the 30s, they they came very close to becoming the other red. Ah. Um, one thing that's interesting is that if if my cruise was two weeks ahead, I might have yeah. been stuck on that cruise line for like a month, like other people were. Or dead. Or dead. You know, just by the grace of God, I, I didn't get it that then. But then it was just the that window of time easily could have been different. And I did not get my teeth pulled. I could have gone on the cruise. And, you know, how many people were on cruises that had to stay on the cruise because everyone got COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to think. And then it, it's just like, you know... Everyone became a germaphobe and hand sanitizer and people fighting over toilet paper and fighting over, you know, bleach wipes. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah. And like bleach wipes are not that hard to make your own. You could just get paper towels and, you know. Uh-huh. And I never thought that I remember as a kid, I was taught how to make toilet paper. And I was like, I am never going to use that skill. <laughs> Little did I know, <laughs> decades later, <laughs> that I actually gave a class teaching people online how to recycle paper into toilet paper, you know, break it I, down. And <laughs> I, I just used the farmer's almanac. <laughs> uh, bidets started to become popular in America because of toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Amazon was like, hey, it's going to be six weeks before we can deliver your bidet. And, you know, I just say I have one and I like it. <laughs> it works fine. I don't know, you know, but. It, it, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was really weird. And then, like, certain places, we don't know if they're ever come back. If certain restaurants, certain small town places, will they ever really return, open up and be normal again? I don't think so. I think some yeah. may be gone for good. Yeah, like buffets yeah. are going away. Yeah. Movie theaters. CeCe's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, CeCe's. I miss her CeCe's. Yeah, yeah Golden Corral's probably going to go. <sighs> that one's hard. Chinese buffets is really hard, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, there, it's one definitely there's a line in the sand in time before COVID and after COVID. And... Mm. BC. <laughs> oh, and uh, and Starbucks is going to probably not is going to really take a hit. I mean, because uh, most of their business was commuters, and the wor- and Americans have discovered they like working from home. Yeah, they don't miss the commute at all. Not at all for me. <laughs> yeah, there's several yeah. businesses that have already said they're going back to they're going to let their people work from home because they don't want to pay. Uh, tens of millions in rent in cities anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. People don't want to spend all the money for a second car. All, the, the overhead insurance, yeah. Davis have to spend twenty thousand a year for a second car so they can go to work, and then yeah. uh, and then have a car at home for grocery shopping and stuff. And now it's like we prefer to be a one uh, car household, work from home. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world's changed, and uh, there's going to be those that are going to try to drag people back into the old world because 
for what for reasons, but uh, I think and uh, and heck, and kids are getting into the stock market. Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> another thing for twenty twenty one. Yeah, it starts though. It, it started in twenty twenty. Yeah, people were bored. Yeah. Head, no. <laughs> yeah, who would think that the Wall Street uh, Occupy Wall Street movement would move from the streets? <laughs> to literally, uh, only thing I was, I was hoping somebody when the bell rang on the stock market would run through the place screaming, Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> I think a lot of people are either way fatter or way skinnier than they were before COVID. Yeah, I've lost, I've lost so much weight, people don't recognize me. I gained a lot more of it, so I, got, I found what you lost. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's those Dan Doritos a- 3Ds. He needed sudden 3D, and he ate, it, ate the 3D. <laughs> I just took good care of it. <laughs> I think one thing that was interesting was that a food, like restaurants, if they didn't have a drive-thru, it was takeout only. And if they had a drive-thru, drive-thru was like five blocks down. It was so many cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. Yard in and out as literally having backed up to the freeway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, uh, McDonald's actually condensed their menu and they kept it that way. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, all this crap that I don't really eat and no one really cares about, take it off the menu. We're only going to have the things that people care about. You know, Big Macs, Quarter Pounders, and chick- you know, chicken trips. And, oh, and, but I, and I, I don't have the I don't have the Big Mac, or not the Big Mac, the, the bagels back yet, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, those bagels are really uh, good. Cheese. Oh. Yeah, and, uh, and all the food that went like um, Chef Boyardee really streamlined what they offer. I mean, I mean, half the different versions of uh, SpaghettiOs are no more. Yeah. They discovered people weren't buying them. There was also massive food shortages. Uh, yeah. Yeah, food shortages and, and people were like waiting in line for at the food bank. You know, horrible, horrible. And I was freaking out for, for, for several for several months, only thing I could get, oh, I know you're going to feel so sorry for me. The only thing I could find at the grocery store was, uh, Tend- was beef tenderloin at six bucks a pound. <laughs> I couldn't even find that. It was mainly uh, lamb. It was normally like 30 bucks a pound. I was like dying. I was like, yeah. And then of course, and also I discovered sous vide. Thank you, stimulus check. <laughs> I mean, there was millions of people that lost their job and a lot of them never got it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of suffering out there. A lot of horrible, the thing, you know, Deaths are just keep piling up and just looking at these numbers and you're like, oh my God. And the government still isn't doing anything about it. Well, it's starting to do things about it, but it's still a long way back, you know. But it's still like a one-time payment thing instead of like monthly. Here's so much money. Here's, you know, uh, rent assistance. Here's this or that. No, they're just like, here's 600 bucks. It's mostly like, uh, I'm lucky uh, the state I live in, the governor, she like put a moratorium on evictions mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. And uh, 
they uh, opened up food banks uh, for anybody, no questions asked, and people on assistance. They, uh, you know, increased what they got. Yeah. And even if you weren't sure if you got COVID, getting the test is far from guaranteed at this point. Or for a while, it may take you five, six days to get your results. By then, you're like, I don't know. You know, if I did get it, then, you know, five days, a couple days worth of calling people, hey, am I giving it to you? And, you know, even if you did get results in, there was a decent amount of, you know, false negatives and positive negatives and, you know, there's a, definitely like a wiggle room with like, yeah, you may still have it, but it's negative, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's just kind of just so weird. And then I actually did get the first test and got it up my nose. And um, it was out there to have that feeling of having a Q-tip, you know, all the way almost touching <laughs> my brain. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even want to imagine that. And then the newer tests, it's it's really easy. You just, you know, you swab your mouth or whatever, but still, I've taken quite a few tests because there's never different times where I don't know, and then there was a time where I went to a funeral, and like, everyone had to wear masks, but still, it was close contact, and if, you know, if you're in close contact, you can still get it from, even if you wear a mask, you know? So, yeah, that's... And people just refusing to change, you know, and it's like, no, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to, you know, I want to eat out everywhere. I want to do everything I want. And it's like, you're so selfish. You know, how can you be that way? My rights are taken away from me. That's all these things. All right. All right. Let's get back to movies here. Um, so what 3D movies did come out the rest of this year? Now, we only got one more full 3D review up, and you did that review, New Jake, of Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. How was that experience of seeing the movie in 3D in COVID time? Uh, it was not packed at all. It was me and my fiance and like two other people, and they were spaced far apart. It was kind of eerie. It was like seeing a movie that's been in theaters for like two, two or three months. It's just... Uh, I haven't seen it. I just want to see it again. It's just weirdly empty and void. Now, technically speaking, Crude's New Age and Monster Hunter also released, but we didn't get the 3D versions here. So, you know, that those movies came out, but they kind of, they didn't do as much money either. None of the movies this year did that well, even if they did come out. It, it, it still was a going out to slaughter, right? you know. Mm-hmm. So, Crudes 2, New Jake, what are your thoughts on that one, since you're the only one that watched it? <laughs> it was entirely watchable. It was okay. Um, we all kind of agree that Wonder Woman 84 is disappointing, right? Yes. I thought it was pretty good, but I think I uh, overrated it, and I should have knocked it down a, a, a peg. And none of us watch Monster Hunter, right? <laughs> no. Nope. Hasn't been not available yet. Uh March it is, so be prepared. So yeah, that's basically it. But we got a whole bunch of three D movies that came home, um, including Wonder Woman and uh Crudes technically speaking and onward, but we got trolls, and trolls was an interesting case because um, the 3D in the trailer looked good, 
And I mm-hmm. was not wanting to see this movie because I never saw the first Trolls. But during the, the first lockdown, I watched the first Trolls and I was like, okay, cool. And then I went ahead um, and Trolls World Tour came out. And World Tour was a big deal because it shattered like a lot of different deals that Hollywood had about having movies go home. And um, I wasn't originally going to write a review, but I was bored. So I did. <laughs> I mean, I, I gave it a 5 out of 10. It's not that great of a movie. It's not a terrible, terrible movie. It's just completely meh. It's a kid's film. I mean, kid's films could be better, but it's okay. Yeah, but your average kid's film is eh. Yeah. Bright, shiny. Yeah. But that movie is, you know, it started off the trend where, okay, we'll have movies come home, and if you don't like it, too bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Did any of y'all watch Trolls Wood Tour, or am I the only one that suffered? You're the only one who suffered, man. <laughs> I'll eventually see it once I'm convinced the world's not going to end immediately. <laughs> and the next movie that came out was Mulan. And Ugh. Ugh. I hated it. Yep. And then that was... Uh, so Trolls had a price tag. I think it was 20 bucks to rent. And then Mulan was 30. Mm. Yeah, Bohica. And that was 30 bucks to watch it at home is asking a lot. Mm-hmm. Money burned, wasted. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Trolls, you could kind of imagine okay, maybe it's a kid's movie. If you have kids at home, that 20 bucks is, is worth investing because, you know. You want to shut up for the two hours, you know? Yeah. Um, and you can have all your kids watch Trolls together kind of thing. And there, you know, that's cheaper. You watching Trolls at home for 20 bucks is cheaper than going to the theater and what taking your kids to the theater, you know? Exactly. Mulan being $30 and being 2D only, it kind of is like Mulan looked great in 3D. Those early traders really. <sighs> yeah. And I was the only one that was only semi-okay with it. I, I gave it a six, but everyone else was... Y'all, y- y'all gave it like a five and a four, I think, right? I, I think I said a yeah. two, uh, or three or two, something like that. Uh, that's legit. That was pretty bad. Yeah. And it, it, the whole thing was just... Like, it did come out in theaters in China, but like, it didn't make money there either. So it ended up being a huge flop for Disney. And people got mad at Mulan for costing that much. Uh huh. Exactly. And also the political controversy with that too. Yeah. Mm. With um them allowing different camps to have set up there, and it's yeah. it's just the it's just icky. Like, come on, you know, mm-hmm. you guys should have known better than allow that. And then so so then they responded with Soul coming home and like okay it's free if you have Disney Plus already you know and Soul was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a good Christmas gift from what I hear. You haven't seen yeah. it? you haven't seen it yet, New Jake? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, it's worth it's it's worth it's worth the effort. Yeah, I'm hoping it comes out in 3D on Blu-ray so I can watch it at home, but. It's not looking promising. Yeah. I mean, there hasn't been any 3D release 
home releases of the movies that were delayed and supposed to come out. Except mm-hmm. I think well, I think Trolls Two is the only one that uh, got a three D home release. Trolls Two, uh, the Croods Two is getting one. Uh, uh, I think there's a couple others, but they're minor releases. Okay, and I haven't heard about the SpongeBob, the one that got a 3D release in Canada, but yeah, the, but the border was closed. Yeah, I don't know if that's good because it's Paramount. They haven't done a home 3D release yeah. since Gemini Man, but that was Germany only. Hmm. Well, they may be. Well, Germ- SpongeBob's popular in Germany, so fingers crossed. Yeah, and let's hope because it's a kids film or seen as a kids film that it's not going to be German language only. Yeah. I mean, Mulan did get eventually a Blu-ray DVD release, but I don't know about the 3D Blu-ray of it. No, no 3D whatsoever. No, yeah. None in China, none in Germany, UK, nowhere. Sad. And I hated the movie and I still wanted it. (laughs) It's that we're desperate. Yes. (laughs) So, we do have some noteworthy 2D movies, 2D things you want to talk about that happened last year. Um, Some of them are are notable just because the situation, not just because the movie itself or whatever. So, I never watched Bad Boys for Life, but it's the number one movie of last year. Yeah. Uh, In America, there's two Chinese movies that overtook it. Yeah. Yeah, China just proved it's a it's a it's a it just proved they're now the box office powerhouse in the world. And Bad Boys making four hundred and twenty six million in the U.S. Uh, made that to be number one in the <laughs> movie. And it was a January movie too. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. It was yeah, it it was pretty good. It was a lot better than the second one, and in some ways, it was better than the first one. But I joke, I said, the problem is this third one couldn't have existed without the second one. So, I mean, it was actually pretty good. So, yeah, worldwide it made $424 million and on a budget of 90 So that was a huge amount of money. And, I mean, for most years, $424 million is, is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a genuine movie, it's great. And for a, a 25-year-old franchise, it's even better. Better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. like, you know, Avengers Endgame made $2 billion, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I think the days of billion-dollar movies may be over. I, I disagree, but it'll be a while before we get there. We'll have to see in a couple years. Mm-hmm. No, because I'm, cause I'm thinking... Uh, a lot of people have discovered they like watching movies at home. And they also, with their stimulus checks, when they weren't buying stocks, they were buying sound bars and upgrading their TV um, theater. So they're mm-hmm. getting, they're finally getting a good system. They're not having these rinky, t- they're not listening t- to just the speakers on their TVs. Which is why they're probably having pro- had problems with Tenet, because it looks like uh, looks like another Christopher Nolan movie got botched in the home arena. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tenet is something that a lot of people have said that they went to the theater and they actually did have problems. And you know, I like Tenet. I like Tenet a lot. 
Uh, I loved uh, I loved Tenet, uh, and the sound was great in the theaters. Somebody played me some clips from the home release, and yeah, the sound drops out and stuff. Uh, that did not happen in the theaters. Sound was uh, magnificent. Same with Dunkirk. I saw it in IMAX. Uh, sound was great, but home, but the home release was wonky. Well, maybe your theater was was really good, but other the- a lot of people are read. A lot of people online went to the theaters and saw it, and they were pissed off that that you know they watched it IMAX and they couldn't understand because the audio was weird, you know. So yeah, that's bad. But most of the people I but I do know the home video release was the home version had messed up sound because two people um, played me clips from different sources from home versions and wow it was screwed bad have you watched uh the movie new jake or no i have not okay i've heard mixed things so i'm kind of waiting until it's on sale all right another movie that came out um which it finally came out took a weird time to come out new mutants oh, uh, oh. Uh, I can't believe I nearly I risked my life for this. Oh, I did, and I I regret it. Uh, it was the last movie I saw in theaters, and it will. Not, I am determined. Even if I die, if theaters reopen, I will rush out to see something else because there's no way that New Mutants is going to be the last movie I ever see in a movie theater. I will not let that happen. Yeah, that's just awful. And that was a movie that was delayed forever and ever, and we were joking that it would never come out. And it decided to come out in the middle of summer of a, a pandemic year, so no one cared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, why? Why? Um, it, it really should have came out on Hulu or something. It was that awful. It looked like a TV show. Yeah. It was terrible. Now, something mm-hmm. something that looked terrible at first, but... When they got a new version of it, it looked better. And when it actually did come out, we were like, damn, that actually is a good movie. The Sonic movie is actually good. Yes. Really <laughs> yeah. good. One of my favorites of last year is so cute and funny and uh, all the feels and Jim Carrey's back. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey was t- in top form. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. And that first trailer was nightmare fuel, and I can't believe they actually uh, managed to clean it up and look nice. Yeah, at at the expense of a 3D release, but that's an expense I was willing to pay. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see this in 3D. I think Sonic would have looked beautiful in 3D. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely, but but the 4K is so pretty and crisp. It's almost like 3D if you have a good enough TV. It's so pretty. All right, another movie, Harley Quinn. We mentioned it briefly before. I like this movie. I think it's a good movie. I like it. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, not great. It's a mess, but it's an interesting mess. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's worth seeing. It's worth mm-hmm. seeing once. Yeah, part of the DCEU, so it kind of fits mm-hmm. better than Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Um. So this movie, we weren't sure if it was a 3D movie at first, but then it became just a 2D only movie. And again, this is actually another really good movie, Scoob. Yeah, it was 
charming, had great character design. They're trying to set up a, a multiverse. Mm. A Hanna-Barbera uh, I mean, multiverse. Yeah, it, it wasn't as good as um, uh, the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated or Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, but yeah. it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. And they actually did something with Blue Falcon and Dynamut that was actually interesting. And I still have yet to see Scoob, so no spoilers. <laughs> it's enjoyable. I, I agree with the graphic yeah, check. It's it's like uh it's like all episodes of Scooby Doo, it's spoiler for proof. But I still okay. won't but there's I still won't there's a few things that are uh if you're like a Hanna Barbera, if you had appreciate their sixties cartoons, there's a few things that'll oh cool. Yeah, I like to be some wacky races, so I might enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, another movie. Now, this is kind of a movie. It, it's it's weird because uh, uh, it's Hamilton. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, is it a movie or not? Because they did like film the stage play and then edit it together and have different uh, camera angles that were not presented originally to viewers watching the play. But, I mean, I guess it's a movie. I love I Hamilton. mean, the, the Golden Globes that it was is nominated for Best Picture, so I guess. And uh, I, I, I think the Oscars, uh, I think in some things it qualifies and other things it doesn't. But it's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. Uh, it saved Hamilton on the $10 bill uh, single-handedly. Uh, of course, hopefully we'll get Harriet Tubman on the twenty this year or next. Um, yeah, and I, I felt like I really enjoyed most of the time watching a play on a you know video movie version. It's not as good, but I felt they made it work, and it was great. I love Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hamilton was awesome, and uh, and I also liked the because uh, Hollywood has a tendency when they make play film plays they i don't know i always thought they would be better served filming the play and i'm glad they went that route uh is it a movie i don't care it's an experience i <laughs> know uh, really there's just sometimes you don't care because i mean like i absolutely despise the film version of chicago yeah it was okay and there's a lot of uh, hollywood musicals i aren't nearly as good as the stage versions like Annie Get Your Gun. Uh, I mean, Gene Kelly was one of the few guys who actually, he would make musicals for the screen. (coughs) Uh, But I always, but Hamilton, thank God they didn't try to set it out in the woods and have, you know, film it in mansions. They kept it on the stage. (laughs) And I appreciated that. Yeah, I still haven't seen Hamilton, so I can't judge. Yeah, well, not only is there the version on Disney Plus, several shows people recorded and uploaded them. Just FYI, just letting you know. All right, thank you. (laughs) You can see several different performances with different casts. Just saying. All right, keep that in mind. Um, it is a long movie. I mean, it is like three hours, and it did take me a little while to get used to it, but I, I do really enjoy it. 
Because it, it, the whole movie, the whole thing is song. Like, it really don't have dialogue. It's entirely song from beginning to end. And it's kind of, it's it's jarring, but you get used to it. And how you kind of get the feeling of how the flow of it. And I, I definitely appreciate it. And then Disney was super smart releasing this right before the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also made it another freebie. They didn't charge people 30 bucks. Now... Another movie that Disney released that no one really cared about because everyone hated was Artemis Fowl. This was like a 3D movie for like a split second and then it got no 3D and then got delayed and then it went to Disney Plus and then no one cared. One of the worst of the year, they say, but I haven't seen it, so can't judge again. (laughs) I can't judge and that's because I couldn't get through more than 10 minutes. This is stupid. It hurts. It burns. <laughs> All I know is that Josh Gad is a mole man who craps out dust when he's digging. That's all I need to know about Artemis. Yeah, Fowl. it's kind of a another Doolittle. Oh God! Now, so oh, you gave me a good segue there, classic Jake. Now, Doolittle came out last year. Now, certain parts of the world, it was a 3D movie, not for the U.S. By the way. But for like China, it did, and apparently in China they liked this movie. But here it bombed. Doolittle. It looked terrible. I never watched it. Uh, it's so awful. It's spoiler alert. My worst film of the year. It's so bad. Oh, you actually watched this train wreck? Yes, I did. Uh, I mean, I watched it in four K, and uh, it's. Such a bad film. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., what the hell? <laughs> I figured this had no hope because the uh, original Doolittle musical is pretty awful, too. Yeah, the only good Doolittle, uh, in, uh, I guess in quotes, has to be the Eddie Murphy one. But Yeah, that's yeah. the only one I would rewatch. Yeah, the Rex Harrison one is a train wreck as super long and boring. The Doolittle one was 90 minutes of bad and awfulness and the climax yeah. is a giant fart, literally. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but it's it's awful. It is a god awful film with a lot of talent. And you could tell where they reshot it because they inserted a non uh, anachronistic uh uh, jokes that don't make sense, especially kids who don't know what Scarface is. They make a couple of Scarface references. It's stupid. It's bad. It's awful. Don't watch it. Yeah, this came out on January 17th of 2020, and it was a uh, highlight of things to come. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Do little cause COVID. <laughs> <laughs> So, classy Jake, maybe um, you want to be invisible for this year. If if you want to be invisible, maybe you want to see the Invisible Man. How was this movie? Oh man, this was awesome. Lee would knocked it out of the park. Uh, this is one of the best movies that came out in twenty twenty. Oh, I want to this, see it so bad. Oh, it is amazing. It is. It is a ten. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah, is this it, is. Is, is, it, is it considered part of the dark universe, or is that just officially dead? Uh, 
I'm hoping it's dead, but if uh, if this is part of the dark universe, then it's in good hands. <laughs> it's it's classic oh, it's classic Bloomhouse production. Uh, and uh, and this when I saw this movie, I said I have no doubt. Uh, Bloomhouse is the Roger Corman of the 21st century. Yeah. So I mean, it was I guess originally going to be part of it, but after the bomb of the mummy. Um, they kind of gave up on the Dark Universe, but they already had this in the works. So they kind of was like, all right, well, we'll just go ahead and release it when it's done and whatever. So I Yeah, have... and this is like a super low budget movie, too. It was like, what, five, ten million dollars? Yeah, I mean, the effects, I mean, the money is put in the visual effects. And Elizabeth got... Moss. Uh-huh, yeah, and they're so, and she's got great support. The the acting in this is top notch. I mean, this is Academy Awards quality work in this movie. It'll probably won't get nominated, but oh, of course, because it's a horror movie. I mean, get out this. That was a flip. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't do like they did with Science of the Lambs and market it as a thriller, even though it's a horror movie. <sighs> That's such a great film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is almost that. Yeah, Invisible Man is almost that good. I mean, mm. it's good. It uh, looks really good. Mm-hmm. And it's, the performances are, and then just, oh, well, I don't want to spoil things, but there's a dinner scene. There's actually a couple of dinner scenes that you're going to lose your shit. I mean, it's just so good. Oh, I'm hungry now. Thank you. <laughs> Even though you just mentioned dinner, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you watch it, it some of these dinner scenes in Invisible Man, you won't feel like eating after you see them. Alrighty. But one question for you. Is it better than Hollow Man? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I remember Hollow Man being a pretty bad but fun movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's Paul it's, Verhoeven at his cheesy best. Yeah, it's 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 Verhoeven and 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 um Kevin Bacon is in career destruction mode. <laughs> uh, wasn't Elizabeth Shue in that movie? Was that his wife or girlfriend? It's been so long since I've seen that. Oh, he's in there, too. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so uh, another movie here. Keep going. Now, I like the other re- movies in this franchise. I thought this was only okay. Um, I liked it, but I don't love it. Bill and Ted Face the Music, the third Bill and Ted movie. It was okay. It was refreshing, though. Yeah. That uh, a third in a film series where the gaps in the last sequel is almost 30 years, it could have been worse. They got all the old cast and uh, the writers, and it made it work. Yeah. Not well. Look, if this had been a regular year where we weren't wearing masks and afraid of dying and afraid of nuclear war, we probably would sneer at this movie and give it a five. But things being what they were, it wasn't too bad. I still would have seen it on a regular year, you know? I mean, I probably would have enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I mean, I liked it enough. I just... Yeah. It was, I, I agree with you, New Jake, that it could have been much worse, but it could have been much better, too. It was, it was fine. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, like... It, it, it had a decent budget, but it's just the effects weren't there. They... I don't know, but I'm still glad that Keanu Reeves and uh, Alex Winter had fun as Bill and Ted, and his daughters were 
probably the highlight of the movie. It was just so good. Yeah. Uh, the other parts were good, not the whole movie. Like, I kind of wish they would get the actual song that they talk about in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, there's just sound clips, and then the movie ends. Spoiler alert, but... Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> it made me so mad. Yeah, at least, it's, at least it got a theatrical release. I mean, Bor- Borat 2 didn't. Now, Borat 2, I actually really like, which is another... Uh, I mean, I don't know what yeah. the title of that movie is, because it's, uh, like... I don't know. It's anybody calls it Borat Two or the Rudy Giuliani self destruction movie. <laughs> uh, I think it was a uh, Borat, uh, another make film or whatever it's called. Subsquisent Sauntin Crazy movie film. <laughs> movie film, yeah. <laughs> I was amazed. <laughs> I was amazed he was able to pull it off again and in secret. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mostly in secret, but... Yeah, because he did... He showed up... Because Sacha Baron Cohen showed up at a Q rally in Washington State. (laughs) (laughs) And and people were wondering, what the hell? Mm. And his daughter really stole the show from him. Yeah, I think she's going to get nominated, possibly win Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars. Wow. I, I think I know that's a bold prediction. I haven't seen the movie, but uh, based on the trailers, it's really good, and I think she'll pull it off. Yeah, she's got a good shot. The Golden Globes too. Yeah, um, it, it's a lot of fun. It, it's impossible that it worked again, and Borat should not have worked either time. But Sasha Baron Cohen gotta give him props because he made it funny and he made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who would think he would be the one to bring down Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was doing a good job on himself, but that movie just sped the process. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy, yeah, Rudy Giuliani is like, this guy was like the worst mayor. And then he got a hero arc that few people ever dream of getting. He became America's mayor and all this other crap. And he pissed it all away. Yeah. Um, so let's keep going here um, to a movie that is kind of like Groundhog Day, which um, Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. I want to see that one. That's the uh, Andy Samberg one, right? Yep. Uh-huh. And yeah. The, mm-hmm. And um, and J.K. Simmons. and. Oh, OK. I forgot about him in that. Mm-hmm. Who's the girl? Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember her name. Uh, like I, I thought it was that girl from uh, uh, Parks and Rec, uh, Aubrey Plaza, but I don't think it is. Kristen Milotti, I think that's her name. But no clue. <laughs> yeah, um, this is actually a really great spin on the whole time loop story theme, mm-hmm. and it is fun. It has heartwarming. It's a romantic movie. It's it's just, it's great. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's well, th- it's, it's well worth subscribing to Hulu for. Yeah. All right. I have to do that. Um, here's a movie that you should not uh, subscribe to Netflix for. A Christmas movie called Jingle Jangle Christmas Movie. <laughs> oh, never heard of it. <laughs> uh. I just could not get, bring myself to get, watch Christmas movies this Christmas. 
I mean, I really wanted to watch the Christmas Chronicles too because I really enjoyed the first one. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And Jingle Jangle, I couldn't bring myself to watch. I just couldn't bring myself to really watch Christmas because I just just felt like Christmas canceled. So, you know, I know what you're saying, and I, I agree. And I was like, you know what, let's try something new. You know, it's it's a different kind of Christmas, different kind of movie. Sure, let's try out this Netflix one. Um, cool. It, it sounds like an interesting movie. And it's like a musical, and it is... Um, Basically, it has this like guy that makes little robots, and they they say he's a tinkerer and he sells toys, and then basically he gets robbed, and then he doesn't know what to do with his life, and it's just so boring for a kid's animated or not animated. It you know they have a lot of CG in here, but it's just like nothing really happens in this movie. It takes. Is it like a horror film or something? No, no. It's just... Oh, so it sounds like a horror film setup <laughs> Or a revenge flick. <laughs> it's just like a Christmas movie, and um, it's like, oh, look, um, you know, I'm a, how am I going to get my new idea for a new invention? And it's just boring. It has Forrest Whitaker in here. It has... Um, it, it, it just doesn't work. It just is boring as hell. And it it has a good idea, but it just goes on and on and on, and just don't care. Mm. Sounds like Hubie Halloween, but they didn't have a good idea either. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, have you guys seen this one? Kind of controversial, but Unpregnant. Nope. Is that the uh, Pure Flix film? So Unpregnant is a, a buddy kind of movie where... Uh, young teenage girl with her friend uh, have a road trip because she is pregnant and she doesn't want to be pregnant and she can't get an abortion in her state. So she has to drive three states down to get an abortion. And it's, it's funny and it's actually like really thought out and there's a lot of heart to it. So it works. I, I liked it a lot. Never heard of it. Heard of it. Another movie that came out, uh, this is on HBO Max now. I actually liked it. Um, the Witches. Have y'all mm, seen I like the original. Yeah. Nicholas Rogue, yeah. I'm familiar mm. with the original. Um, so this this one is a lot of fun with Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer and uh based on the Raw Dao book. And um, it's fun. It's a really fun movie. They kept it in period. And they made the witches to really be scary looking. And the little kid like turns into a mouse because of witchcraft. And for what it is, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's Robert Zemeckis. I mean, I, I need to watch it. But, eh. Is there any other Monoball 2D movies that you remember from last year? Hmm. Oh, Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor. Okay. I hear that one's really good. Yeah, it was really good. It it falls apart a little bit, so it's not a 10. Uh, I don't know if it's an even a 9, but it just seemed like it was too good to be just an 8. Mm. Uh, it's, it looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, story kind of comes off the rails a little bit, but that's kind of the point of what's going on. Because basically it's uh, about uh, assassins who uh, 
possess people to uh, become a perfect uh, assassin. You possess somebody, and then you just go use them to go kill a target, and then you uh, commit suicide in the body, <laughs> and then you leave no uh, trace. Just It's like a random murder-suicide that's like an Inception type movie, but with oh, uh, possession very, instead uh, of like dreams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, and, oh, and one thing about it, uh, Sean Bean, who's famous for uh, dying in movies, and Possessor, he has his greatest death scene yet. Cool. <laughs> so there's two more documentaries I want to briefly mention. Um, one of them is is crazy called Class Action Park. I don't know if you guys heard of this one. Uh, is, uh, that, is that about the action park up in New Jersey? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, somebody <laughs> took me there in the 80s. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's as bad and as scary as you can imagine. Uh, and Johnny Knoxville actually did a movie about this place. Action Point. Not a good movie, yes. though. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Johnny Knoxville, would you expect? Uh, something like Jackass, something good. Yeah. <laughs> or Bad Grandpa. That was pretty good, too. Yeah, but I just couldn't believe that they could actually make a boring movie about the most dangerous amusement park in America. Oh, you didn't like this classic, Jake? Uh, the the live movie with, with Johnny Knoxville, no. It oh, wasn't that okay. funny. The documentary I would love to see. Okay. Oh yeah, same. The, this documentary is really captivating, and it's about a um, water park in New Jersey and how completely crazy it was back in the day. Like they had no regulations; people were just doing crazy things. People were getting literally hurt and killed at this place, and <laughs> it was horrible. And this documentary is so like, oh my god, <laughs> wow, this is insane! This kind of amusement park they had in the seventies and eighties. Um, it's it's a pretty it's a good watch. It's on HBO Max. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, my friend Cheryl <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Uh, we were visiting uh, her uncle uh, one summer, and he took us there. And oh my god! Of course, when I was sixteen, I loved it because I could get beer. They never card. <laughs> beer was a buck. You could get a beer for a buck, and they didn't card you. I mean, I was seeing kids. I would swear to God, I don't think they were older than twelve walking around drinking beer. <laughs> oh yeah, and then they were just like no, no safety things anywhere. <laughs> People broke their legs. Oh well, that's you know, it is what it is. That's an honor, and it's a crazy documentary. And it's like, yeah, I, um, I would not if. It's it's insane how crazy that was back then, and how like they're able to pay off people, um, and to keep it up, and it became like a big job place, so people kept it up, and it's just crazy. Um, and now this is a kind of a I don't know if it's a considered a documentary per se, but it kind of is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Yeah, it's just a special TV special. It, it is, but at the same time, it's like an hour long. And it actually, like, gets into some of the nitty-gritty of the show. And, like, they talk about... They have the original Aunt Viv there. And they have some really good um, clips. And they talk about the show. And it's actually really good behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Like, way better than I was thinking it was going to be. And it, it it's a great show. I love Fresh Prince. 
and I feel like this this is better than vast majority of other reunion kind of mem- you know shows. This is like actually put together pretty well and well edited and pretty nice. Hmm. Yeah, let me some Fresh Prince though. I'll I need to watch it. Yeah, if you love Fresh Prince, even if you never love Fre- Fresh Prince, I think you'll be like, okay, this is interesting. They tell you enough about this everything and. Yeah, I dig it. So let's uh, wrap up here. Uh, what was your best movie of twenty twenty? Hmm. Oh, that's tough. There were so many good ones. Uh, reality. Um. Probably Invisible Man. Okay, New Jake. Oh, that, I mean, that's kind of a hard one. Uh, like probably Sonic. Or uh, actually, Onward. Onward was actually really good. Until I see Soul, then I'll probably say Soul. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll say Soul for me, and I'll say that's the best 3D movie, even though we didn't get to see it in 3D either. Um, yeah. Worst movie. Oof. <laughs> Doolittle. Oh, God, Doolittle. Uh, Corona Zombies. <laughs> what is that? Uh, one of the Corona ripoff movies. Oh, this one I think had uh, Leslie Jordan uh, narrating. Really? <laughs> or, or was that the? Or was that the? Or yeah, because there were several of them. They were like they spliced uh, zombie movies with other footage, and uh, there were at least three different Corona zombie movies. Yeah. Uh. Mm. And then there was Murder Hornets movie. I don't know that one. Uh, Sounds better than Donald Trump versus the Illuminati. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. And I haven't seen And I haven't seen Mike Lindell's Absolute uh, Proof yet either. Oh, God. That's going to be for 2021, probably. So, (laughs) yeah, it's been. um, Well, I was going to watch it on YouTube, but YouTube uh, banned it before they were able to upload it. Oh, come on. Uh, I want to see his train wreck of a conspiracy theory. Yeah, so do I. I'm I'm willing to invest the three hours of my time to do it. Yes. <laughs> I want it to be like, it's the, it's like the, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, the Corey Feldman documentary that he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, it crashed. They're, they're hacking into us. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. For me, I guess Trolls World Tour is the worst movie. Um. I don't, it just, meh. Hey, at least it has a narrative and it's coherent and professionally. It it looks beautiful. The 3D looked good for the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. I just like, eh, it's fine. Watch Doolittle and you'll you'll change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were like saying they had to watch Cats to watch Doolittle out of their brain. Yeah, I'd probably rather watch Cats. Okay. Because Doolittle is just such dog shit. <laughs> All right. Do you have any good 3D memories you want to remember that from this year? Um, I I was thankful to actually see three 3D movies, which I saw The Rise of Skywalker in January, uh, and then Onward in uh, March, and then Wonder Woman the day after Christmas. So. And they were all excellent 3D, uh, like good to excellent. So that was a 100% year of success rate for a great 3D. So it's a good memory. 
Um, for me, I really liked the the scene in Onward with the bridge, the invisible bridge. I think that. Oh was, yeah, that was a good scene. That three, mm. I remember that really well, and I remember the three D really working well in that scene. I remember the dragon uh, at the climax was really good, and that scene where uh, Barley's saying goodbye to his father. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And you, he's looking through the hole, and it's like, oh my god, there's so much depth, and it's like I'm actually looking through a hole, which doesn't sound amazing, but in 3D it was quite good. All right, Classic Jake, what's uh, your favorite or any 3D memory you got? Uh, seeing onward in the theater with about five or six other people, and having to watch like a dozen trailers, and laughing because every movie had either been canceled. Or postponed until the following year, <laughs> even before the trailers ran, and we were laughing because we ain't seeing any of these anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Trolls World Tour, <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> so what? Uh, what's tw- what did twenty twenty teach you about life? You can wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> Basic hygienics. <Yeah. laughs> we'll save your life. I mean, I, I learned that humanity is awful. And just the, the word, it just seeing how bad things are, it, it didn't have to be this bad. And some people are making things worse. And it's just like, oh, wow. You, Jake, you got anything to add to that? Anything you learned from? Uh, I, I feel that don't take for granted what you have because it may be gone the next either your family members 3d movies toilet paper what you have just take it cherish it because you never know when you're not going to have any more very nice well said new jake um no thank you Okay, um, I guess that's going to be it for this podcast, unless you're a patron. If you're a patron, stay around for bonus content. Bye. Bye, everybody. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.